You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. read one verse, just verse 1, and it says, uh, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Is it up there? No. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a, on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. So in that time, uh, King Uzziah had just died, and it was a season of transition, of movement, of uneasiness, of, of unsettling. Any time the king died, it was a, a new king had to step up, and uh, it wasn't easy. There was a lot of shifting taking place. But the Bible says that Isaiah said that he saw the Lord. So here's the first question I have for us. What are we seeing? Isaiah saw the Lord in the midst of trouble, in the midst of unsettling, in the midst of issues, in the midst of trouble, in the midst of the circumstances he was going through, he saw the Lord. What are we seeing? The easiest thing to do is to look to the right and to the left and see the circumstances that we have, the issues. Gosh, I don't have enough money. I'm not, I, I, I can't make this or my business is struggling. My wife is treating me like this. My husband is being mean and my kids are, oh my gosh, my kids, they won't stop. I, I'm just trying to be real tonight. Is that okay? But the Bible says that Isaiah said, I saw the Lord. Now, one of the things that God does is that he gives us the ability to see. What are you seeing tonight? The Bible says in Proverbs 29 that where there's no vision, the people perish. See, God was a visionary. He gave visions to, from the beginning, Adam, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David, Elijah, Elijah, Isaiah, Jeremiah, all the prophets. He gave visions to everyone. And you can't give something you don't have or you're, you are not. So he gave visions because he was a visionary himself. Jesus Christ, he comes on the scene and he says, the kingdom, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Everybody's like, wait, What? What are you talking about? Can't you see that our people are under oppression? Oh, you can't see what I see. What are you seeing tonight? Come on, somebody. I'm believing that God is going to restore our vision tonight. Give us vision. See, Rex Crane said, your life will only grow to the size of your dreams. I think your life will only go as far as you can see. What can't you see tonight? Come on, somebody. What can you see? What can you see for your wife, for your spouse, for your career? Come on, for your family, for your kids? What can you see? What, and you know, a big test of what we can see is what comes out of our mouths. What do you find yourself saying all the time? What do you find yourself thinking all the time? What can you see tonight? Because God is on a mission on helping us see what He sees. Vision. So powerful is the ability to see into the present, into the future, but also into your past and see what God has brought you out of. Definition of vision, the faculty or state of being able to see, the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. Vision. I want to go, I want to talk about the story of Abraham for a second because 
the story of Abraham is the story of a man in his journey in growing in his ability to see, his capacity to see what God saw for him. Genesis chapter 12, do we have it up there? Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, it says, there we go, come on, give it up for the production team, come on, man. let's go. That was a coin toss, we did it, good job guys. The Lord said to Abraham, leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family and go to the land that I will show you. I'll make you into a great nation. I'll bless you and make you famous and you will be a blessing to others. I'll bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. Is that it? Okay. Go to a land that I will show you. That was the first interaction that God had with Abraham. Leave your father's family and go into a land that I will show you. What took place right after opened the windows of heaven in the life of Abraham. The Bible says that the very next day, he went on his way following the word of the Lord. See, the key to living a life of the supernatural how many of you are into, how many of you want a normal, just a natural life and, you know, who, who wants that? I want a life that is supernatural with miracles left and right and, and things happening and God showing up. And, and I, I talked to this person and, and they, brought, they gave me this deal and then, and then this person said, you got to meet so-and-so and things just started happening. And guess what? I met the realtor when I was looking for a, my, my house. I just happened to see him right there and they showed up and, and I, was, I was dreaming about my spouse. And then I woke up the next day and I go to Starbucks and I see this person that is so cute. Come on, somebody. I want my life to be full of miracles. See, they tell me, I'm running for office, and they tell me, Marco's going uh, to take a miracle for you to one. Well, guess what? It wouldn't be the first one in my life. Come on, somebody. I've had many miracles in my life. My whole life is a miracle. If you saw where I grew up, you'd be like, what the heck, Marco? Where you at right now? I took my wife there one day, and, and I, you know, we're, we're actually, where I grew up, she's like, But the first step is obedience. It's obedience. It's the sweetest of sacrifices. Obedience. What did David say? Gosh, that he talked, it's a beautiful psalm that is just, but, but did, you would just obey. Obey God and it's twofold. Number one, you obey the word of the Lord. When God speaks to you, you go. You go. Don't think about it. You think about it too much. You get mental. You get natural. You block what God is trying to do in your life. But you just go. You go, October 14th, God spoke to me. He said, Marco, I want you to run for office. I couldn't think about it too much. I went and talked to my wife and we prayed and, and we just went. I, it was go to a land that I will show you. I didn't know what I was going to see or what I was going to do, who to talk to. But you go and then the moment you go, God begins to open doors left and right. And, and favor comes in. And the first day we raised $45,000 in our first fundraiser. They were amazed by another... Uh, state assemblywoman that ran the last year who raised 25,000 the first day we raised 45,000 because that's the kind of God that we serve God speaks to you you go you go don't hold back listen I was telling you know I don't want to when God spoke to me I don't want 20 years from now and and be like man I wish I would have 
I, I wish, I wish, I, I gosh, I wish I would have just mustered some strength and some courage to go and do what God called me to do. Hey, it's never too late. Come on, somebody. What has God spoken to you? What has God told you? And, 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 and it's, it's now. Now's the time. I was, um, I was a full-time pastor, 2020, 2010, and uh, really, really broke, and I'm reading my Bible, and, and I'm, I was talking to, to my mom, and she's like, you know, I want to retire. She had a, a little company of a logistics agency in, in Mexico, and she partnered with a customs broker here in the U.S., and she said, I want to retire, and I was, I mean, I'm doing the work of the Lord. I'm doing the ministry, and... and she said, why don't you talk to my uncle? Why don't you talk to, to the manager? Maybe we can, you guys can figure something out. And I go upstairs in and, 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 uh, her house and I'm praying and I feel God saying, you take it. You become the broker. Take the company. So I ran to the computer and said, what does it take to be a customs broker? <laughs> well, there's a test in April and a test in October. 24% of the people that take the test pass it. I said, come on, I can do that. So we went for it. I'd never done any of it. I, I didn't know what it was like to be a customs broker. But listen, when God speaks to you, you go. Eight years, ten years later, I can tell you, it's, I've seen miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle. The first step in living a life of the supernatural is obedience. Obedience. What has God shown you? What has God spoken to you? What is God saying to you? Come on, it's never too late. Go for it. Re be released to go and into the marketplace and whatever God is saying to you. Is it launching a business? Is it asking for a promotion? Come on, is it calling the neighbor? What is it? You go for it. But obedience is twofold. It's also living a life. That is in accordance to God's word. It's living a life that people see you and they see, they see, gosh, that's a, not surprised, that's a Christian. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect. But we're called to live a life that honors God, that fears God. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. And oftentimes we wonder why we make foolish decisions. It's the fear of God. You fear God, whatever sphere you're in, you fear God. I love how Colin always talks about Rudy's integrity. But look at him, look at where he's at. It, it doesn't come just by accident. You live a life that honors God. Obedience. And you know what? If you failed, if you if you messed up, if we sinned, guess what? We have a gracious God. A God full of mercy, full of grace, full of forgiveness that can forgive us. And you know what? We draw a line in the sand and we move forward. That's how good God is. Come on. We, we're a part of a church that's fresh, real, and powerful. Not religious. Come on. Not what did you do. Hey, let me, tell me all your sins. You can't, wear, you can't dress like that. You can't look like that. You can't talk like that. No. Obedience. Now, Genesis chapter 13. So God says to Abraham, hey, go to a land that I'll show you. So he goes. He's like, all right, God, you got my back. Then Genesis 13, I think he forgot that God called him. How many of you have, God has ever spoken to you and then you go and then you're like, God, where are you? 
Because it's like, it's like you go, but then all hell breaks loose, you know? But I, I, I love Tracy Armstrong. He says, hey, you know what? No one ever told me that it was going to be a fight. When you follow God and you do what God says, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Hey, let's go back to Genesis chapter 12. God didn't say, Abraham, go to a land that I'll show you. It's going to be easy. Come on, somebody. That'd be, that'd be nice, right? Go to a land that will show you. I'll, give you a, I'll make you into a great nation. I'll make your name, is, name great. Man, you're going to be a blessing. Da, 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 da. And it's going to be easy. No, it's not that. So Genesis 13 Verses 14 says, hey, after Lot had gone, the Lord said to Abram, look as far as you can see in every direction, north and south, east and west. I'm giving all this land as far as you can see to you and your descendants as a permanent possession. Another translation says, as far as you can see, I'll give it to you. As far as you can see, our life will grow as far as we can see. What can you see tonight? I'm believing that God is going to restore vision into our hearts, into the eyes of our understanding and seeing what He sees. It's, it's like God is trying to train Abraham to, 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 to get his focus on what he sees, not what he can see. It's easy to see what you can see. Remember Peter walking on water and the Bible says that he turned to the, the waves and the wind and he started drown, drowning and sinking. Do you remember that? Because his focus, you see, it's the whole Bible. Gosh, it's a story of us. Of people trying to learn how to see how to how to he's a visionary he wants us to see what he sees and that's why he gives us vision and, and Peter is like oh I'm walking on water and then he starts sinking it's a story of us stepping out in faith in obedience and God I got you God I know you called me let's go and when the times get tough because they will get tough you still hang on baby and you keep your eyes on Jesus and I know the waves are there I know the wind is there I know I can feel it on the right and the left but I know you got me God that's when courage kicks in come on somebody and you feel afraid but you're I tell my kids all the time you know what it's okay to feel afraid but it's better to be courageous and courage kicks in and you just keep moving forward and you keep going and you keep going strong that's the story of the Bible a whole the whole Bible is full of men and women that were afraid and they stepped into courage come on somebody and that's you and I so it's like God is saying, Abraham, no, 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 remember what I was trying to tell you. I'll do this for you. I'll make you into a great nation. You already obeyed. Just, just keep your eyes on me. Look up and see as far as you can see, I'll give it to you. As far as you can see, I'll give it to you. What can you see? I want to do a little, a little exercise. Is that okay? Come on, man. Let's play. And let's, let's, let's get into a little worship. But I want you to get your phone out. Okay. Get your phone out, get your notes. If you have an Android, I don't know what it's called, but you know, whatever you can. Text yourself, you don't have an app, you know, an app to do notes. Just text your somebody, okay, so it's there. But I want, I want, I'm, we're gonna do a little worship and I want you to take a minute or two to write all that you can see. As far as you can see, let God take your imagination. Whether it's, is it family, is it business, is it your career, if it's your relatives, come on, just, just, just type it. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you two minutes, okay, maybe one, maybe two, but I want you to write fast, start writing, what can you see? 
come on it's time I believe the Holy Spirit is here and I believe he's gonna speak to you come on you're gonna start writing it's gonna be divinely inspired and guess what this is gonna it's gonna be a kickstart and you're gonna be it's gonna launch you into the next level come on somebody says write the vision and make it plain so that he who reads it may run with it come on what do you see your wildest dreams come on Decided, running, decided to run for office, had a lot of well-meaning people. Marco, can't you see that California is a blue state? Marco, can't you see that it is heavily democratic? Marco, can't you see that it's going to be an uphill battle? Marco, can't you see? And I, the truth is that I can't blame them because they can't see what I see. I see a California that is rising. I see a California that is turning around the corner. Come on, I see a California with a growing number of people that are hungry for change. I see a California that is leading the nation, not, not, not in unemployment, but in job creation. Come on, opportunity creation. A California that will put education first and not be the last in our results for our kids, but the first. Come on, preparing the next generation. Come on, kids, church. The next innovators, teachers, doctors, nurses, attorneys. Come on, the next entrepreneurs. That's what I see. And I tell them, they're like, oh, wait, what? What do you see? What do you see in your life? Genesis 15, same thing, Abraham's struggling. Now he's like borderline going through depression because God promised him he'd be a great nation and he's got no son, nothing. And everything was given through children back in the day and, and that was how, you know, blessed they were and, and no son and God says, um, Genesis 15, 1, he's, the Bible says God appears to him in a vision. He says, uh, I'm your shield. Uh, be happy, Abraham. I'm your shield, your exceedingly great reward. Abraham replies. Imagine God appearing to you and saying, hey, I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. And, and, and you're, you're so down on yourself. You're like, 
God, Abraham says, God, what is, what is that? What are all your blessings good to me? Like, what, what does that even mean? I have no sons, what he says. And Eliezer, my servant, is the heir of my family, of all my estate. And God says, oh, God, okay, okay, come out. He gets him out of the tent. Come out. Look up into the sky. See if you can count the stars. That's how many children you're going to have. God is just trying to get them to see. Are you seeing what I'm saying now? Are you catching what I'm trying to, what I'm putting out there? I'm trying to talk to some people that are hungry to see what he sees. I'm trying to talk to some people that want to see what God sees and want to go where God wants to go. Some people want to go and, and achieve what God wants you to achieve. Come on. He says, come out. Look at the stats. What I got for you, Abraham. Abraham looks up. Oh. Okay. Here's a little tip. God is trying to train Abraham's brain to focus, put his focus on what God sees. When you feel down, when your circumstances don't look the way that, that they should, remember what I've spoken to you. Remember what I'm saying. Come out. Look up. Here's a tip. I think God was trying to give Abraham a, a visual to remind him. So every night before he went to bed, I look up. You got me, God. All right. There's many stories of people that have visuals. I have a visual right now when I feel so down and discouraged. Somebody spoke a word over me that I was like a stallion. And I was fast. And I was powerful and I was graceful. So Natalie sent me this video, this reel of this horse that is on, it's on the beach running so fast. Every time I see it, it makes me want to cry. He's running so fast. And there's somebody riding the horse and it's just like letting go. And the horse is running so fast with de determination, with mission, with purpose. And when I see it, I'm like, that's me. That's me. That's me. And I got nobody around me, to, you know, for me to clap. Or, that's me. That's God. We got this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. might need a visual it's biblical Abraham you're down just look into the sky man look look just count the stars that's 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 to remind you it's what I got for you it's what I got for you we'll end with this perspective Isaiah Isaiah says in the year that King Uzziah died I saw the Lord what are you seeing I'd rather see the Lord not my problems sitting on a throne high and lifted up high and lifted up and the train of his robe filled the temple see for you to understand your worth who you are the accurate perspective of yourself we need to have an accurate perspective of God God is almighty God can do anything is there anything too hard for the Lord? Nothing is impossible for our God. So whatever circumstance I'm going through, I know that my God has me because he can do anything. It doesn't matter if I'm in the red, my God can put me in the black. Come on, somebody. It doesn't matter if it doesn't look like I could ever buy a house, my God can provide. If God gave me a house, hey, let me tell you, if God gave me a house, 
You should have seen my bank account. When I got married, I had $17 in the bank. If God could give me a dream house, He can for sure give you one. When you're going through it and your clients are mad at you, God, my God is loyal. My God is rich. My God is owns a cattle on a thousand hills. Why, if one client leaves, I got a thousand more coming. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to talk to some people that, that are tired of the circumstance. They need God's perspective. You're going through it, man, Mike. Go to your visual. I got this. I, I can do this. Come on. Come on. I got this. I got this. I got this. You coach yourself. Just talk to yourself, Marco. I got this, Marco. Okay. That's, honestly, that's what the successful people of the world do. They talk to themselves and they coach themselves. I got this. I got this. I can do this. Rudy, I'm a producer, I'm a problem solver. Simon was conceived in his heart, in his mind. And the battle ahead is better than the battle behind. And the victory is mine. And I got this. Doesn't matter what I go through, I keep coming. I keep coming. I got this. I got this. I got this. That's you though. That's you. That's you. When you're feeling down, you talk to yourself. And you coach yourself. Come on, and you prep yourself. You look into the skies and you see what God has for you. Come on, so we can all stand. I want to pray for some people tonight. If we can have the ministry team come up. If you're here tonight and you want God to restore your vision or give you vision, or you want God's courage to, to send you into your assignment, and, and you need someone to pray with you, to agree with you, I want you to come to the front. Start coming. If that's you, you want God's vision. You want God's assignment. And you feel you need God's courage. I want you to come and have someone pray with you because we're going to agree with you. And the Bible says when two or three agree on earth concerning anything, it shall be done. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.